Praise the Lord. Just an amazing day, and I pray that your day is being filled with the goodness and the glory of Almighty God. We have a lot of things to be thankful for. Yeah, we do. When I think about what life used to be versus what life is now with Jesus Christ, how can you not be thankful for this new life? Definitely not. You know, today uh, we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving and being grateful. Um, And there's a scripture that just rose up in my heart. It's found over in Psalms 100. And if you have your Bibles, grab it and follow along with me. Psalms 100, it's just five verses, but these five verses pack such a beautiful, uh, you know, package of of, uh, wisdom concerning the power of thanksgiving. It says this, it says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, not us ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. What does that scripture mean to you, Don? I mean, our life is a product of, especially after we accepted Jesus Christ, man, our our life all of a sudden takes on meaning. Amen. And so then children all of a sudden love blossoms. I mean, you had love for children before, but man, after you come to Jesus, man, love just takes on a totally different characteristic. Man, if that's not enough to be thankful for, I don't know what is. And to think that God is with us continually. Continually, man. And he's here to help us. You know, the thing that we got to learn how to do is to ask for help more. Because yeah. obviously we're limited in, the, in our own abilities. Without him, man, there's without him you can't do anything. But with him you can do all things. You can do everything. I, you know, it's interesting. You know how you how you touched on that because love is absolutely the greatest thing. It is. And uh, I remember for myself when you know my story of my salvation or my conversion, it wasn't someone scaring the hell out of me. That caused me to want to turn my heart over to the Lord, my life over to God. It was the goodness of the Lord. It yeah. was that love that brought me to repentance. Because it was it was at a time when people were telling me God loved me at a time when I hated myself. And to this day, I'm thankful for that love because that love has never failed me. It's never let me down. You know, another thing too, man, is I was just thinking about this. If, if love starts to wane in your life, you just need to have a covenant friend that you can just talk the word with because you talk the word, the word is love. And you start talking the word, the word absolutely penetrates you and it penetrates your heart, it penetrates your spirit, and all of a sudden, man, you're experiencing a form of love just through communication about this love book. Yeah. And it's amazing, man, how God can fall, cause the body of Christ to just fall in love with one another. And that's the that's the church that, that the Father's coming back for. Yeah. It's this church that's in love. Yeah. What, what an interesting concept. I know. You know, because you you know, you see so many folks that man, they want love. You know, and, and I never knew love could be this deep and this rich until I was exposed to God and to the family of God. That's right. And, uh, you know, it's 
his love is truly amazing. And, uh, and I think that, you know, there are things that we can do that amplify that. And I know that, you know, when it comes to the topic of Thanksgiving, you know, this is the time of the year during the holidays when people are thinking about people that are important to them and things that are important to them. And I think that, you know, you, you have two different kinds of people. You have some that are thankful for everything and you have some that are thankful for nothing. You know, and I always joke around and say, you don't have to be a turkey to have Thanksgiving. You know, um, there's always a reason to praise the Lord. And my wife, she's really mastered this. You know, she's that kind of person that will thank God for the toothpaste, you know, for the toothbrush, you know, for the, you know, the warm water in the shower. You know, she's, she really is a woman that is very grateful for everything that God has done, that he's done and does. And it's interesting because like the scripture we just read, it says that, we're to make a joyful noise unto him before you enter in. You know, how, how is, how is it that, uh, how is it that, you know, we can have an experience with God and encounter that love, but come before him with something other than being joyful or thankful? Well, I mean, you know, the thing of it is, is that people sometimes get caught up in the mechanism of, of praise or thanksgiving rather than the heartfelt experience mm, that's good you know heartfelt means you're in faith because mm. all of a sudden it's the real you that's glorifying god and uh, you know it's interesting too you know that the scripture is really clear about this in a couple of cases that you know we read part of the scripture in deuteronomy 28 because we read the blessing the first 14 <laughs> verses yeah but then we talk about the rest of it that is about the curse. But, you know, it's interesting that when you read the latter part of chapter 28, the curse came upon Israel because they were unthankful. They were mm -hmm. ungrateful for the things that God had already done. And God had proven himself. So then you get you get to Psalms 78, 41, and it says, They turned back in the day of adversity, and they limited the Holy One of Israel. So when you think about this, God has done so much for yeah. us. Mm -hmm. And we act like, you know, what have you done for me lately? Mm -hmm. And so be grateful for your health. Be grateful that you go to a great church and you got a great pastors and and that you serve a great God and mm -hmm. that you got the power of the, of the Spirit of God with you 24-7. He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. That's right. He's for you. And then even this. You know, which we've experienced just in the talking that we do with one another about the word. You know, Malachi says that every time that you and I discuss his word, that he writes that in a book mm, about on. you and me yeah. getting excited about talking about him. Mm -hmm. That means God's watching kingdom That's God's watching. Yeah, he's watching right now. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> you know. It's it's amazing how God could do miracles in a person's life and how quick we can forget yeah. the good things that he's done. And that's what the Israelites, you know, they definitely proved that it's possible, you know, to find yourself slipping into that uh, that place to where you forget. You know, and I, I find it amazing, you know, how he led them out of Egypt. Work his wonders on Pharaoh. I mean, we're, we're talking, he, he blasted and disrespected the gods that Pharaoh and right. Egypt worshiped. I yeah. mean, every, 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 one, of every one of those plagues was a slap in the face to their deities. And Pharaoh did exactly what Moses came and told him, let my people go. 
And here they are being led out in the in the wilderness. You know, they've got the pillar of fire already showing up. They have the cloud of his presence showing up. And they hit the Red Sea, and all of a sudden, they forget all the wonders. Right. And I think that sometimes the enemy tries getting us into that place where we forget about the miracles that God has already done. And, and then it puts us in a position to where, and I don't think people are intentionally forgetting. I just think that what you give attention to, you give power to. And if your attention is on the negative things, then that's what you're expecting. And that's, you're going to be negative minded. Mm -hmm. If you're thankful, you're going to be thanking God for everything that takes place. And you can tell when you're around a thankful person. Yeah, you can. Uh, you know, it, it just comes out and I'm not patting myself in the back, but I remember two years ago, I had to have uh, some knee surgery. I, you know, um, tore a meniscus praising the Lord. Church. You, shouldn't have, you shouldn't have kicked that person. <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> but I remember coming out from surgery and, uh, and I was just thanking the surgeons. Thank you so much. Thanking the nurses. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And they told me afterwards and they told my wife, they said, You've already thanked us like 10 times. They said you came out of anesthesia just thanking us. And, no, and that, it, it, you know, it made me laugh. But it, it also made me, it made me happy, though, too, because I'm like, Lord, I want to be a thankful person. Yeah. I don't ever want the cares of this world to cause me to lose the gratitude that I have for God. And I think that instruction that was given here in Psalms 100, especially in verse 4, I, I have to read this on the Amplified. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and a thank offering. What's a thank offering, Doc? Well, I don't know about you, but if you're going to, you can't give God money. So there has to be something that comes out of your heart mm. that you're offering up to him about your thankfulness and your gratefulness for all of the things that he has provided for you that we probably haven't experienced much of it yet. Mm -hmm. But if, if we live by faith, then we'll experience more and more and more. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know about you, when somebody is grateful for the things that you do for them, as a pastor, you know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about, that when somebody is thankful for the little things that you do for them, it's not much. Mm -hmm. It could just be a kind word, or it could be a prayer, or it could be shaking their hands and just telling you that, you're telling them that you love them or something like that. And they're grateful because somebody is sharing the love of God with them. Mm. Think how God feels when we turn that around and we're offering up to him this thanksgiving and, and our love, our heart toward God because of all the beautiful things that he's provided for us. Yeah, we can't even number the things. I mean, you think about, you think about Jesus. You know, they said that the world isn't even capable of holding all the volumes of no. books that would have been written on all the things that he did. And we know that half years for us. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, I know it, it takes me back. And, you know, and here, here's a question I want to ask you. And you give me your spin on this. Because I believe that your degree of praise and your degree of thankfulness and gratefulness, I believe that it produces different things. Um, and there is a difference between thanks <laughs> and being thankful. Yeah, right. What's the difference between thanks? Well, anybody and thankful? can do that one. <laughs> no, I want your you know, spin, though. I, that, I know you no, what you no, say, no, sir. That's kind of like a 
fist pump and really holding somebody's hand because this represents covenant. Mm -hmm. Because originally a handshake was a, a, a handful of blood. Yeah, that's true. And so the covenant relationship between people that are really thankful for the relationship, you know, when you raise your hand unto God, you're thankful. Mm -hmm. You're putting yourself in a position of humility because you worship God because he's, he's so magnificent. Mm -hmm. He's so wonderful that you can't even put into words what he's done for us. Yeah. You know? And we're his servants. We are. And I think, you know, you look at anybody in the Bible that was used mightily of God, and that was one of their titles, the servant of the Lord. Yeah. And, and my prayer has always been, God, I want to be a great servant because yeah. Jesus gave us the example. He showed us that as a human dealing with not only the popularity he had at the right. beginning of his ministry, but also the crucifixion people that came after later on, you know, because uh, I believe you have a little bit of both in ministry and in life. But during that, you know, it's like he said, I didn't come to be served. I came to serve. Right. And we are called to be servants of the Lord. You know, we're to present ourselves. You know, you gave a reference a, a little while ago, Romans chapter 12, you know, one and two, you know, that we're to present ourselves as living sacrifices, right. holy, pleasing and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. And when I think of Thanksgiving, uh, because, you know, I, me and you both have, you know, we, we share a lot of history and ministry experience with ministry, but we also have share, uh, some some uh, history as far as being involved in restaurants, you know, being involved in that aspect of you yeah, know because we like eating, yeah, because we like eating. That's it. <laughs> but I remember being a, a you know being a cook and doing caterings and all that stuff. And this is why I remember you know when I think about a servant, I think about a waitress. Yeah, I think about you know the kind of service that they provide, and I think everyone can relate to having a good waitress. Or, or waiter or a bad waitress or a bad waiter. And that waiter or that waitress that serves you well. I mean, when you ask for it, you know, you, you, they take your order. You receive what you order. To where they're paying attention to you. They're paying attention to, do, they, do you need more? A, a refill. They're not asking you. They're, they're paying attention and they'll bring you one whether you ask for it or not. They recognize that, you know, you don't have a fork. They'll make sure that you have a fork, extra napkins, whatever. They're, they're there serving you. And when someone serves you like that, this is what I observed in, in the restaurant business, is that those were the waitresses and waiters that received big tips. When they made it very personal, when they got engaged and involved in the people they were serving and they gave value to their service, there was always a reward that came back for that. And it came back in the form of, of you know, uh, you know, their, their gratitude. You know, they were thankful for how they were served. And I think that even as people of God, does God, does he show us how much he appreciates us? Does he show his thankfulness for the things that we do for him and for well, the gospel? He, let's go to back to the restaurant here for just a minute. Because remember, whoever owns the restaurant, that server represents that owner. That's right. So we, as servers, as servants, we are representing the Father. So the way that we treat others, the way we serve others, is actually a reflection on the Father. 
-hmm. So in a church, for example, the way that the people that a pastor raises up, when they're actually servants of God, the, that's a reflection on the pastor because the sure. pastor, if you truly love your pastor, then what you would do is that you serve with a clean heart, with a right spirit. Mm -hmm. Because you know that in that giving of love, in that attitude, I mean, first of all, there'd be no way that you could be thankful unto God with the right heart and the right attitude without being happy. Mm -hmm. So it, it takes on a face. So that represents when the church is happy, that's a reflection on the ministry. Yeah. Because you can do the right thing yeah. in the wrong spirit. Oh, sure. And uh, I'm not saying that I've ever done that. <laughs> we know some people. <laughs> but you know, and, 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 I, and what's awesome is that when we do what God's called us to do, when we serve Him, because my service and your service, it's under the Lord. Right. The reason, the thing that makes us great ministers is that we're not serving people, we're serving God. Right. And so it doesn't, it's not dependent upon how well someone treats me or doesn't treat me well. It doesn't matter if people show up or don't show up, uh, whether they value you or don't, you know, and we minister as under the Lord. And this is the beautiful thing is that when we are serving God with everything that's in us, we're giving him what's our best because my best and your best might be different. Right. But if I'm doing everything I can to, to honor him with what I have, that's all that he expects at that moment. Right. And I think that in doing so, we find ourselves, you know, coming into a place to where the Bible says, you know, something to this effect that people will rise up and glorify our God when they see the obedience that accompanies our confession. When they see us moving out with thankfulness and with, you know, in, in a heart that's that's grateful for what God has done, because they'll realize that's what your motivation is, is that, you know, you are so appreciative of what he's done for your life that you're coming to share it with my life. And it's amazing how many people come to the Lord because of something they've seen in you, you know, because they've seen that maybe you're going through the same things that they go through, but you have a different attitude. Mm -hmm. And they also notice that you have a different outcome. And I think this right here has a lot it does. to do with it. That's, that's it, exactly. So, I, you know, I look at the situation like this, too, is that at West Coast, we've got a great praise and worship team. Mm -hmm. But if you're waiting to go to church to get your praise on, oh, you've missed on. the whole point. Right. Because truthfully, you should have praise, thanksgiving in your heart 24-7 mm -hmm. so that when you come to a, a meeting place, a, a building where we're instructed to not to forsake the gathering together because there's iron sharpening iron. There's tools that we receive from one another that that's the way God dispatches these tools is through one another's relationships that all of a sudden our praise, our thanksgiving takes on a whole different uh, power, mm -hmm. if you will, because it's, it all of a sudden you're stepping into a realm where your thanksgiving is pure right and and, and isn't that really a, a a a hotbed for miracles sure it is when because you have because this is what i think you you know this is my observation in 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 ministry you've been doing this a lot longer than me so you probably observed this a lot more than me but you know you have some folks that they're always looking for something to make them happy or grateful and god has given us an endless supply 
of things to be thankful for. The fact that, you know what, he forgave you, forgave me for the things I've done. If he never did anything else for me, I can be thankful for that the rest of my life. Sure. And and I think that we, we live in such a, a culture a mindset nowadays to where people want you, give me a reason to make me want to thank you. Right. Give me a reason to, to, uh, to, to want to be grateful. Cause you know, that's one of the things that the, you know, that the Bible warns us about in the New Testament is that there's going to be folks that are ungrateful and unholy to where they don't have that, that, that heart to be grateful for what's being done to them and for them. Right. And what I've learned according, you know, when I think of, when I think of what Thanksgiving does, what praising God for who he is and what he's doing, when I think of, about what it produces, I think about the lepers, the 10 lepers. I think about the guy that was healed. And one of them was thankful. One came back and said, you know what, thank you. And he's the one that got healed. Everybody else, you know, he was made whole. Everything that was lost was restored. Everybody else, they just, it, the disease stopped. But also one of the things that I realized that happens when it praise comes is that when you are in adverse situations, like Paul and Silas, my God, how many times have we found ourselves in situations where the enemy is trying to bind you or trying to contain you or trying to trying to shackle you down like he did with them? I mean, what what happened what happened to them as a result of their Thanksgiving? Well, I mean, when you think about this, you know, even in modern day you can hang around people that they're happy all the time because their Thanksgiving is out in front of them all the time. I mean, it's like you said, if God never did one other thing for us than offering Jesus Christ and we got saved, that we have a destination that's already set. Amen. I mean, that, that would be enough, but God has done so many things for you and me. So many. Delivered us set us free, healed us, restored us, and not just once, oh, come on but now. time after time after time, mm -hmm. and forgiven us because the Bible says his mercies are new every morning. Great is his mm -hmm. faithfulness. That's right. And so God is can't change. And so what God says in his word, that's who he is. Mm -hmm. And so whether I believe it or not, it's going to happen because his word cannot return void. Yeah. So if I really am connected to God, I'm ex having an expectation that all, my thanksgiving is an access point into all of the benefits and blessings of God because I don't really care. I just care about the love that I have for God. I am not chasing God for something. Yeah. I'm chasing God because I love him. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 he'll always show up any anywhere you find love you'll find god god is yeah, love and uh and again you know it's it's amazing what you know that praise can do it is and, and i think that it's so important if you're hearing this message it's so important that you you always hold on to the praise that you have for god you you don't ever allow anything circumstances or or anybody to take it from you because your praise um and you know, I heard it said this way before: the magnitude of your the, of your praise, the depth of your praise, will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. Right. So that ought to indicate right now that we should just be praising God. Mm -hmm. To the Lord be praised. Amen. Amen. Now you know you think about this. So the, he talked about this in Exodus. So we got about a minute. So 
in Exodus. So they come out after all of those gods being destroyed, dealt with. Mm -hmm. They come out to the Red Sea. They get across the Red Sea, and what's the first thing that Miriam does? <laughs> I will sing unto the Lord, for he had triumphed gloriously. Yeah. The horse and the rider thrown into the sea. So the History Channel comes up with the idea that actually they walked across on a shelf. They didn't actually walk the on this on the sand. So the miracle then is how all of these Egyptians died in ankle deep water that the chariots are buried. There it is. So singing is the joyful experience of Thanksgiving that we have. I I mean I sing all the time, man. I'm in my car. I sing. When I'm having a bad day, I turn that radio up, man, and I, I praise God all the way from the coast back over here, you know. No, that, oh, that's me, too. I, you know, you can't give God enough praise. Yeah. And I just, you know, I, I just, I pray for every one of you today me that too. your heart is just open. Thank God for his goodness. Amen. Don't yeah. allow that. The holidays sometimes get us to focus on things that really do not matter the most. What matters the most is what God has done in your life and what God is doing through your life. Amen. Never lose your thankfulness. Amen. Never lose your praise. God bless you. Thank you for joining me and my friend, Dr. Rogers, for this episode. We have enjoyed our time with you, and we pray to see you again on another episode of Kingdom Concept. 